Hello, and welcome to the IMG Podcast, where we are dedicated to empowering IMGs through deep diving conversations, inspirational stories, analysis of match trends, and beyond. Our mission is to help you learn what it takes to succeed and to thrive as an international medical graduate. Welcome to the Match Resident Podcast. I'm here today with Dr. Edwin Serrano, and we are going to be talking about mental health during the residency application process, how to take care of yourself, and how not to get so in your head about what are your chances, what am I supposed to be doing, and trying to be an applicant like that is what everybody's looking for. You want to be yourself. So we're going to start off with Edwin. He has some topics on We're going to start off with the chances question because we get that all the time. What are my chances? Is it worth it for me to even apply? Um, Can you tell me what are, how many programs I should apply to? And it's impossible for us to say what your chances are going into the match because it's so subjective on so many different things, but he has some points on that. So I'm going to let you take that over. Yeah. Hi everyone. Dr. Serrano here, AKA Dendrologist. Um, Yeah. Uh, chances question. What are my chances of matching on XY program uh, based on whatever metrics you think you have? Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, has honestly become like a, like an issue, like a pet peeve to me when I get these questions. First, when I was an applicant, um, early in the process, I was on Facebook forums, Reddit forums, and all the time, these people will, will bring these questions. And uh, they were asking about chances to another applicants about chances, which makes no sense. Like how, how an applicant is going to tell you about your chances if he's applying at the same time. Okay. So that to me doesn't really make any sense. Sorry. Um, so, um, yeah, so it, it creates like a, a big problem uh, because it plays with so many variables. Mm-hmm. It, it can play with people's mind in so many ways. Um, first of all, if it, it can be anxiety. I, I, I give you that, okay? Yeah. It's a very anxiety-creating time. Yeah. Uh, so you might feel anxious about it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we know, we as applicants, we have something very clear. We know when a score is good. We know when a score is not so good. We know when a score is stellar. And we know when a score is really bad. Yeah. So you don't need anyone to tell you that. Yeah. Okay? So when you bring these questions, is it's just like, is this false reassurance that you're looking for? Yeah. I don't want to tell you, oh, no, go for it. You're going to do okay. Yeah. And quite often, you're going to find really mean people who will tell you that's a really bad core. You shouldn't apply. Yeah. So what do you do with that? Yeah. And you're gonna quit. And that's that's why it's such a problem to me, you know, because if you decide to quit based on someone's opinion, then yeah. you you you're you're not in the right spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not in the right spot. To me, it's also made me think that's also you're not your worth isn't there, your self-worth isn't there enough that you're looking for somebody else to validate your decisions to say, yeah, you're going to be great. Go ahead and do this. But this is a field where 
you need to have that passion and you need to know that you are meant to do this no matter what the circumstances may have been. And the truth of the matter is, for everyone listening, I'm just going to lay down cold turkey. People match with good scores. People match with bad scores. People match with no failures on steps. People match with a couple of failures on steps. It's all. It's, it's about what you do with what you have. Yeah. You know, about how, how proactive you become. How, how do you learn how to overcome your challenges? Yeah. How, do you, how do you learn to undertake on your problems? Um, so, so it, it doesn't, I mean, you, you shouldn't, you, you should be beyond the numbers. Numbers are great. I'm not going to lie. They open yeah. doors, of course. Yeah. But they're, they're not the single factor who will basically seal the deal at the end of the day. No, no. Cause you could have, yeah, like you said, you could have amazing scores and maybe your personal statement isn't that great or your interviews just didn't go that well. You weren't able to articulate why you would be a great candidate. And that that's what it comes down to it. So I think it's about being confident in why you are going to be an asset, why you will be great in this program and staying true to that, staying with your own passion, not trying to please what everybody wants to hear. And quite frankly, yourself, because you are the one, if you're an applicant who are asking these questions, you are putting yourself in the spot. Mm-hmm. But people might just rip you apart, you know, yeah. they will break you apart. Or they will give you some false hope or false uh, reassurance that at the end of the day, it's not going to do well for you because you, you should keep moving regardless. If someone tells you, oh, my God, you're, you're good to go, that's bad because yeah. you, you will stop moving. and you, you need to keep moving. You need to keep looking for more opportunities. You need yeah. to keep looking for more exposure in the field. No, it's, it's never settled. You're, you're never good to go. Okay? There's always, always something more you can do. No, that's a great point. Yeah, because once I think that sometimes there is also that point of like, they get their scores are really good, they send in their applications, and then they kind of think it's time to relax, and you don't need to worry about anything. But this is a time when you should be learning about the programs, you should be trying to figure out any connections you may have trying to prepare for your interviews and know exactly what you want to say. I, I agree. So I do have one question, though. So with that, in regards to that, like, basically, you can never really relax. So how do you, how, that's like the hard part of mental health with it. So for you, how did you kind of like balance always being on your best game, but also kind of taking time to take care of yourself? Yeah. The way I see it is just like exercise. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you that you should keep moving, doesn't mean, I mean, there's, there's no like um, direct relationship between keep moving forward and anxiety or stress. It's just, it's just not there. Yeah. Uh, when you exercise, you put stress to the body, if you want to call it that way. You're putting exertion yeah. to your body. But mm-hmm. there's a degree of it that is actually healthy. Yeah. Right? Because you have to keep moving, then your muscles feel better, you feel better. Yeah. So when I say keep moving, and then you never should relax, um, it basically means that you have to keep you know, being more no, you you have, to, you have to keep your mind moving forward, not on obstacles, but on solutions to get you where you need to be. And the problem is that people just overly focus, like tunnel vision, yes. on the problems mm-hmm. and the red flags, aka like yeah, red flags they think they have, um, and then uh, it's just like a, it's just backfires in them. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And honestly, at the end of the day, if you look yourself into a mirror, if you right now just stand up from your uh, from your bed and then just go to a mirror and just look yourself at the mirror, you will find that the barriers that you have are self-inflicted. And the barriers that you hold right now and the things that you think you, you have your walls have been self-created. And it is only when you're committed to let go of those barriers, to let go of those walls, and where you're able to move forward again. Wow. So it, has to, it has to come from you. And that yeah. applies on every single aspect of your life because I was yeah. there too. And then I, I have like, like several issues. You know, I was working and studying at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. I was trying to, in that time, and of course, you had to make decisions. Um, at that time, I was working full-time as a medical assistant. I was doing extra hours because I needed the extra money because I was going to apply, so I needed a couple bucks more bucks. Yeah. And then I would just leave work, and I would just go straight to study. While I was having dinner, you know, I was studying at the same time, I would go home, and then just start again. Uh, I had to make modifications. I had, I had a girlfriend at that time, and, and she, was, she was so great. She was so supportive. But at, at, at that time, I had to balance myself and say, okay, I cannot be an employee, I cannot be an student, and I cannot be a boyfriend at the same time. Yeah. So I had to make a decision. And unfortunately, I had to break up with her. Now, <laughs> at this point, you know, it was really sad at that time. Yeah. But now I, I, I'm vindicated that I took the right decision for me. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not telling you right now to go and break up with your girlfriend or get divorced, <laughs> of course. This is not telling you to all it's go not, to not that. Yeah. others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is that you need to time. be creative. Yeah, you need to find the time to go where you need to go. Yeah. Okay? So you the, the walls that you face today in every single aspect of your life, the walls you have today are sometimes self-inflicting and it is only when you're able to or have to commit, make the decision to commit and let go of those areas is when you're going to be able to move forward i'm learning a lot here this is very i feel like this is good this is good advice guys <laughs> no i love yeah, it so life advice yeah it is you know where you learn to put yourself first and look at where you are now like you've grown so much you've learned so much because of that decision and it wasn't selfish it was about you knew you couldn't be everything to your best of ability so you needed to pick what was going to be what you could focus on and not have anything hold you back so i love that that's yeah. amazing i think i think selfish would have been to stand in a relationship and making someone suffer yeah because i wanted to i wanted to have everything I wanted yeah, to have it all exactly. where you couldn't. So you need to le- you need to learn to unload. And then something that I, it became really clear to me since the beginning of the of my my journey is that I started to realize that the step exam and all of this kind of life change was not going to was just like a more like a life challenge rather than just like a field challenge. The step yeah. exams changed me and made me mature in every single way of my life mm-hmm. and that I appreciate it. It, it, let, it allowed me to realize how strong I can be. Yeah. And even in those moments when I thought I was like, because there was a time I said, this is it. I gave it all. There's nothing else. And then after taking some time to heal and just rest, I realized there was so much more to get, so much, yeah. so much more to learn, so mm-hmm. much more to grow. And I just went back at it again, and and now here I am. So even if you think right now that this is it, I mean, I gave it all. I will tell you no. 
there's always more you can give as long as you're still alive. And as yeah. long as you still want to thrive, you will find the strength to go wherever you want to go. I love that. That's very deep. Yeah. <laughs> I know there are a lot of people right now who are feeling very down because maybe they haven't heard about an interview yet, or uh, maybe they've only had a couple interviews or they felt like their interview didn't go very well. And I think this is a time to like, you said there's you may feel like there's nothing else for you to do but take a rest take a beat and then find solutions there are more things you can do to move forward and grow and you need that self-discipline though you need that self-discipline because I feel like that's what you're really exemplifying is like you realized what your goals are and that you need to get yourself in the right place to achieve them and that's kind of what set you up for success yeah and there is actually there is something you can do like if you're an applicant right now mm-hmm. and you either have a couple of interviews, lots of interviews, no interviews, it doesn't matter. If you're an applicant right now and you're not preparing for the soap, you're a fool. You're a fool. And you're making, you're making the worst mistake ever. Why? Because match day is March, one week after or just a couple of hours after, soap just started. Yeah. And, it starts, and it's just one week. Yeah. So if you're not ready for the game, there's people who is. Yeah. There's people who will be ready. And believe me, those who are ready are more likely to get a spot than those who are like, oh my God, I didn't match. What do I do now? Yeah. This is something that needs to be planned and prepared for. Yeah. I mean, by January, February, if you don't have interviews, you should be absolutely clear that, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get ready for the soap, and there, there's people who have matched great programs during the soap. Yeah, so, and at the end of the day, I, I tell everyone. I mean, I, I was blessed that I'm on a very um, prestigious academic institution, but a yeah. match is a match. It doesn't matter where you go. A match is a match. Yeah, and then after you match, the, the quality of education you're going to get is great, and you're going to be able to work whatever you want. Yeah. So the sky's the limit. But you need to be ready. I mean, you need to be preparing mm-hmm. yourself. You know, you need to, if you didn't get interviewed, you haven't. And by January, you know, you, you find yourself in a tight spot. You, at that time, you had two months to speak to yourself and then start going over your application yeah. and, and start seeing what are the problems there. Mm-hmm. Is, is, the, is the moment to start asking for other people to read your application. It's the time to find other mentors, but to, to find people are willing to take a look at what you're doing mm-hmm. and it's time for you to reassess and say okay there is something that I'm, I'm, I'm doing wrong mm-hmm. or there's something i can do better and those two months should serve you to prepare for that yeah. that way when the cycle of the soap comes you will have a better idea or you will have a better application than one you had a couple of months ago yeah but if, you, if you're in bed right now just Going over that ruminating yeah. thought, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're just not gonna move anywhere. What do yeah. you do with the thought? What do you do with the matter you feel? What are you gonna do about it? How is that feeling going to take you where you wanna be? Yeah, it won't take you anywhere. So you really need to learn how to how to how to weed those things out. How to be yeah. in the game, and then mm-hmm. you no, know, I, I I never play down anxiety disorders and stuff. But this is not an anxiety disorder. This is a lifetime event. 
This is the moment in your life that is like high stress and it has high anxiety. Doesn't mean that you have a stress disorder that you need medication for. And even yeah. in that case, I will suggest more therapy rather than medications, but that's not the point of this talk. It's, it's a point another for time. you to- we'll talk about that another yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, so it's more for you to, to, to realize that it's just like a very anxious moment, but you need to be better than that. Mm-hmm. You need to perform. Yeah. You have to perform. You have to learn how to set that aside, focus yeah. on the things that you can do, that you can actually do, and stop just tearing yourself down. I think that's really part of it, too. They get so in their head. It's, I'm never going to be enough. I'm never going to be good enough. I, you know, I screwed everything up. Rather than focusing on that, what can you do now? Like, you've done yeah. everything you've given. You know this is the field you want to be in and you're passionate about it. So start figuring out how you can make those connections, how you can improve your application. Like you said, that's a really, really good point about, you know, if you haven't heard, maybe this is the time to think about what's going on in your application that you can adjust for the soap because that's, does, it creeps up. It does, you know, and, and honestly, there, there's time for everything. Yeah. Um, there's people who are already marveling about this. You know, they're really crying about this. That, that's yeah. not the time to do that. You know, the time to 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 cry, the time to you know to have that a moment to, to reflect, to heal, it will be after the soap. So yes. we're months from that. Yeah. Okay. If the moment comes and you end up not matching, what you need to do is just yeah, set set some time aside to just heal, reset. Yes. And then go again. And find the things that you could have done better. Mm-hmm. Either that you need more exposure, which is the most likely reason, even yeah. if you need more exposure, and see what you're going to do to get there. You have mm-hmm. a full year. But that is not the time. Right now, it's not the time. The time right now yeah. is for you to be preparing. You should be at the mirror right now. You should be with family. You should be just like me and Amanda doing like this Zoom type of <laughs> interviews and then just practicing. And, yeah. and see what happens from there. Yes, it's a great idea. So a great idea. This is what you should be doing. You should be preparing for the game. You know, you don't you don't prepare for a soccer game by just laying down on the couch. You know, you need to prepare. You don't prepare for a box match just by just looking at the the, the you know, like it's the time to put in the work, guys. Time you to you put have to you work. have to do it exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's something that, that that's what that's why I did boxing so so much. Um, but you know, you have to keep. You have to keep you have to keep you know, hitting the box. You, know, you have to keep hitting the punching bag. You know? Even when you're tired, even if you want to stop, you just have yeah. to keep going because that's yeah. what you're doing this for. Exactly. And if it happens that you get tired, it's not a moment to just look at the at, at the punching bag. No, it's fun for you to look at the side and see where you're gonna hit it so you can get, create a bigger impact. You know, it's always there's always a strategy, you know. Your muscles are tired, but your mind keeps going. It, it, it's never about relaxing and letting things go. Okay? Mm-hmm. Your mind needs to be on point. Your mind needs to be sharp. And it's quite frankly, it's all about what do I do now to improve my chances? Yeah. Every time, if you look at yourself at the mirror, okay, today, what am I going to do today to improve my chances? To put something more on my CV? To take me where I want to go? Mm-hmm. And then I've been applying this even since PGY1. Even since PGY1, I knew what I wanted to do for fellowship. So I've been you know, investing time in that field. 
you know, engaging with these people, going to conferences, you know, it's yeah. never over. You know? No, but it becomes, it also gets easier though. The more that you build these connections and the more that you start talking to people and introducing people, you get more comfortable talking about yourself. You become more bold and you're willing to go up and talk to these people and make connections. You find that they're introducing you to others. I think that is important. It may seem daunting and it may seem scary. You may think they don't want to talk to you. You're anxious, but you have to do everything you can to be improving your chances. That's it. It just, you have to be doing everything you can. Yeah. Honestly, the, the way I usually frame this is manage your expectations. You need mm-hmm. to manage your expectations and your expect, expectations should be uh, like some, some, something like that. I know I will get a lot of no's. I just need one yes. Yes. If you tell up yourself, you're going to deal rejection better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's it's not like when a girl rejects you or a guy rejects you that that that, that hurts. But but in this way, you feel like I know I'm gonna get a no on many no's. I know yeah. that I will knock a lot of doors and a lot of doors won't open. Yeah. That's fine. I just need one door. If you set the expectations on yourself, when you get those notes, because you will. Yeah. You will, you will learn how to, how to face and navigate this better. But if you go with the, with, the, with the expectation of, oh, my God, hopefully I will get one door. If you go with that expectation, you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. What if you don't day one? What if a door opens on day 15? Mm-hmm. You, you stop at day one because you, your expectations were not there, were not great. Yeah. So you stop on day one, and then you just forgot to keep doing it. This is, this is not a sprint; this is a marathon. You yeah. need to shake a lot of hands. And then mm-hmm. one hand might not be the hand that's going to give you the opportunity, but might be the hand that can take you to somewhere else. Yes. Mm-hmm. So manage, manage your expectations. Manage your expectations. You know, and you're going to get a lot of no's. Like manage it. You know you're going to get some no's, but stay positive because, yeah, you never know. Yeah. You might get yeah. that yet, so don't let it get you down. Don't yeah. decide it's over. Just keep going. Yeah. And then you do that to yourself every day. You mm-hmm. go and shake hands and just say no's. You're like, okay, this is part of the process. We, we talked about this already. Mm-hmm. But it lands better. Mm-hmm. It lands better than, than, than going with the decision that, okay, this is it. And you don't get it. You thought that was it. Yeah, your brain and your mind saying, "Okay, there's nothing more," because that was it, and you didn't get it. That's not mm-hmm. that's not okay. Yeah, manage your expectations, and if you manage your expectations, you will eventually hit the door that is going to open for you a realm of possibilities that you didn't think about. Maybe. Does it happen to me? No, I love that. I love that advice. It's great. I mean, because like you said, it's good in everything, not just residency. I mean, that's life advice. I mean, you just you got to stay, keep pushing forward. I mean, it's always the case of you get down, you're upset. And especially with mental health, like, you know, that mental health isn't really something that's great in many areas of life. Um, It's not something that we always pay enough attention to. And if you're not nurturing your mind, you're not being nice to yourself. All you're doing is getting down. All you're doing is being negative. You're not going to get where you want to go. You need to stay on the track, you need to stay solution-based and working towards your goal. Just straight. Don't let anything hold you back. Don't decide that when you get a no, I'm horrible. And am I ever going to match? Like, no, you still have the chance. Even if you don't match in the soap, like in the, in the match, she's like, you said, there's post-match soap. 
there's another opportunity to make yourself stand out. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. So get yourself up from that puddle of sadness or whatever. Yeah. Put the ice cream back in the fridge and then you start looking for more opportunities for yourself. Amazing. Well, I think we covered a lot of great stuff. I feel like this is a very informative and we have more that we probably will have to talk about in the future. Um, but it was so nice talking with you. Thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else that you wanted to add or anything else you want to say? Yeah. Always, I like to end with something like this. How many interviews do you need to be able to match? The answer is one. You only need one. One interview is what sets you apart from your dreams. So practice, practice, practice. Engage, engage, engage. Network, network, network. You don't need a thousand. You only need one. Prepare for that one. Look for that one. Dream for that one. And it will get to you. Get ready for the game. Don't let anxiety get the best of you. Okay? You are stronger than you think. Keep going strong. Yes, that was great. I feel better. I feel empowered after that. So thank (laughs) you. I'm ready to start my day. Awesome. But I have my I, coffee ready, so. Yeah, you're ready. You've got your coffee. I need to get some coffee. But I will talk with you soon. Thank you so much again. And if anyone has any comments or anything, you can contact us. And then do you want to, what's your handle if you want to? Oh, yeah. So you can follow me at The Neurologist. And usually you type it in like the underscore neurologist underscore on Instagram. I'm always happy to help everyone. Uh, to achieve their dreams, uh, small advice, good words of encouragement, whatever you need it. I'm always posting what's the life of a neurology resident in the United States. So tune in and follow for more great content in my page. Yes, and you can tune in with Matt Resident because he takes on for lives. He loves to answer mm-hmm. our questions and we're so appreciative. And I'm sure we'll have more podcasts and other things in the future. So feel free to tune into those, everybody. And thank you for listening. All right, dear friends, that concludes this episode of the IMG podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and will tune in for upcoming releases. You can learn more by visiting Match Resident on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you. And until next time, take care.